Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Mutt from Bow Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. It's really, really not that good. Not that good, not at all. It's not that good. Not, none of none of it's that good. But we're gonna put a shine spot on it. It's time for another wonderful, splendid episode of the Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. We are right here at sixteen hundred Buck Slayer Place, right in the Bucketorium, beautiful Sherrard, Illinois. Couldn't I get any more beautiful in Central and eh, West Central Illinois than this? I am Steve. We are at Kurt's house. Kurt's here. Thanks for coming, guys. And Eric's here. Good morning, Steve. We're and back. Kurt. To... Good morning. Good morning. Welcome I would to the working hope... class bow hunter morning show. Yep. If yep. if this is the morning, it better be three in the morning because there's no way I'm this drunk at seven a.m. So heard that. Heard that. Bingo. Did you hear? Did you heard that? This podcast has no guest. None this, at all. This is. Uh, we'd love to have guests. Uh, we like to interview people. It's that's a good time for us. We like to talk to our idols, people we look up to in the industry, and people we don't know anything about. It's kind of fun to interview, but this one is just us. It's just us. Sometimes and we just gotta do us. You know what? There's gonna it. be a lot more of these in the future. It's gonna. It, it's just weird. Sometimes we get caught up in a schedule and we get we book shows and whatever it is. But right now, boys, we can't just ever freestyle it. We're freestyle. No. It's, it's just freestyle. Just the three doing. of us. 
This so is the realest bow hunting yeah, podcast. So the realest. So reluctantly, this podcast is brought to you by Elite Archery. Yeah. EliteArchery.com. Man, they've got some stuff cooking. They're ready to pull out. But um, hunting season's right here. I'm shooting the option six. Kurt, shoot, or, uh, Kurt shooting the tempo. Eric shooting the option seven. And they just released a new bow. Which one was that? The Enlist. Yes. I did not say. I was curious about that. Did they do that today? Mm, Or a couple weeks back, depending on when you listen to this episode. Well, (laughs) podcast land, it could be whenever it's released. Whenever. But the Enlist. Yep. That's a new one that just came out. I saw the- I don't know any details on there or anything. At this point of recording. Right. Check in for future future recordings for more information. But- Check them out. We, or just we're just checking out Elite Yeah, we're yeah. shooting their bows. We love them. We're going to get it done this uh, this deer season with those. The podcast is the also podcast brought to you by. Luck, son. The podcast Dude, luck. The luck of the podcast. Ask the Lindsay Ways about the rain they got when they needed it. It's because of us only. Boom. But you're not going to need luck. The, pod, the podcast is also brought to you by Scent Crusher. You're not going to need luck when you put your clothes in the Scent Crusher bag. And it's science. Science, luck and science aren't a thing. Okay, so you think you might get lucky that the deer ain't going to smell you? No. You want science? Sun crusher wanna... works like the eclipse, the eclipse existed. It's science. It's just things that happen. It's, it's things Exactly. That, it, you can't argue that. Really, though. You it, can't it, argue that. Sun crusher is good shit. It's, people ask, it's like, you really like it? Like, does it work good? I 100% believe in it. They're skeptical about it, but yeah, well, we believe product, in it, and it product. works. It works. Hundred um, percent. We have the totes, the gear bags, the roller bags, the closets, the and ozone listen, goes, the listen. the room clean, the new room oh, clean. Can, wait, can we hear it? It's running right now. I think we studio. can actually hear it on there, but yeah, we've got that. Uh, they had to crank that up to thirty minutes in full blast because I came here straight from work. So my dad texted me last night. He sent me a picture out the post it. It's his hundred and ninety inch mainframe eight and a hundred and fifty inch mainframe eight. In the background, in the room clean going, he goes, I just cooked BLTs with bacon, and I ran this room clean for two cycles, and I cannot smell bacon in my house anymore. Nice. You know what I'm most proud of? It's unbelievable. I'm most proud of that Papa Dave cooked BLTs with bacon. Thank you for being American, sir. There's no Muslim BLTs, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, Good Lord. we're all. <laughs> I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna apologize. I don't have to explain myself. A TLT nope. tofu lettuce tomato. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you eat tofu and you're listening to this podcast, I think we can do without your download. I don't even know what tofu is. It it's like good. a styrofoam. No it's like they use it for packing for like UPS or something. Yeah, right? it's not like it's like not like falafel is. Like falafel's like, really good. It's like, a vegetarian meal, but it's good. Like what packaging? What's peanuts? a vegetarian? Uh, there are people who don't know how to kill deer. So oh. Huh? So infant is that, is that children and uh, inner city liberals, I think you've put it ah. <laughs> once before. Mm. Okay, I didn't know. that. that I get it now. I understand. I, I People who live I above still, bodegas. I still don't get so. it. Eric's uh, lost. Yep. You're from Iowa. Don't, don't What's try a, to think vegetarian. Okay. So basically. Vegetarian? So you know how like your lawnmower just eats nothing but grass? Yeah, yeah. Similar to that, except your lawnmower is less annoying. Oh yeah, it's quieter. It just um, it doesn't tell it doesn't me make how you much it, it doesn't tell me like, hey, I'm eating grass. I only eat grass. Yeah. Hey, listen, how only you should eat grass. Exactly. Ah, gotcha. exactly. I'm on board now. Thank it's, you. It's a lawnmower without a Facebook. Is it That's like a, what uh, I just, Is it like one of those battery operated lawnmowers? Oh no, it's uh, it's 
these lawnmowers don't have a creator. You get what I'm saying? Gotcha. Wow. Okay. You like that's kind of making sense. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's move on. That's a, what is it called? A vegetarian? Vegetarian? Veg- ah, we're not even going to bring him up on this podcast that's anymore. That's right. Bowhunting podcast. That's right. We eat meat. Speaking of meat, this podcast also brought to you by, almost exclusively because of how much I hate vegetarians, Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Processing. Mm. Mm. Where is that at, Kurt? Beautiful, sunny Viola, Illinois. Meaty Viola, Illinois. Gorgeous. I think that's where they're going to be. Uh, it's from now on. It's meaty Viola, Illinois. Oh, absolutely. Okay, because yeah. meat is great. I don't care Smith's what this custom says. meats and deer processing. Great family, great facility. That's for our local lo- local listeners. If you're wanting to check them out, um, go there. In Eastern go Iowa, there. Western Illinois. It's it's worth a drive. If you're within a couple hours, it, it's definitely worth it. Um, they have a freezer so big. Just put in last year. They expanded. You could, I could live in that thing. That's how big it is. He's it, prepared and he he takes care of each deer like it's his own. And he he really does. He's like, if I wouldn't need it, I I I wouldn't make it, and I, and I wouldn't process it. If a deer comes in, that's for some reason might questionable, be questionable. Questionable. He's gonna be honest with you straight up front. Like, yeah, you know, I, you know, you know. There, I, I mean, there's times when that happens you know it might sit in the field too long or something and he'll tell you about it he'll be like, or you're on the move yeah. and it's right. hot or yep. it, that that shit happens and he will tell you like listen it's my facility i, I wouldn't do it and and i don't want to run it through which through is, my ma- machines and processors and 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 all well, the stuff he we does. should we should bring him in a bag of grass clippings like make this delicious <laughs> i bet he would no he well, wouldn't be all, like get the fuck out of here and all in all he's like i would not eat that myself so you know, that's what you want. It's real business. He's not right. going to take your money to take it. He puts out a quality product, and, and he sure. stands behind For his sure. product. And, and that's, that, as Americans, pure-blooded, meat-eating Americans, that's what we want. Yes, that's mm. such a great dude. I love that guy, man. He is pure American. HHA Sports. Yes. Steve and or Eric, I want you guys to tell me why you love HHA and convince people that are like, yeah, you know, man, I'm shooting a five pin or a three pin, and I've been thinking about single pin, but I'm not sure. I'm hesitant because the one pin kind of, I, I guess, I'm got a little the, worried about it. Yeah, eh. tell you what, the the salesman really got me. He's this handsome, <laughs> strapping young lad named Scott Bakken. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. Mm. Beautiful man. Mm. Going to be on a African uh, or no Alaskan uh, exclusive that Alaskan was hunt. Way off, by mm-hmm. the way. Going to drop him off. Helicopter or plane's gonna drop him off, and they ain't picking him up for seven days. And if he ain't there, they'll be by two more days later. And if he ain't there, it's longer than that, I think. And like a tw- I thought it was a t- like a twenty day thing. Oh, is that what the gimmick is? I might be way off. Yikes! Anyway, he's going to Alaska. But no, that's I, I'm just I'm just joking around a little bit. Why I shoot an HHA? Everything is made in America, ex- almost exclusively Wisconsin. All the parts are milled there. They've got a great crew. It's a small little community, um, Wisconsin Rapids. Yep. Love that town to death. We uh, we got a chance to hang out there, meet the locals. Dude, everybody who works there puts their heart and soul into this product, and they're so proud of it. I can get behind that. And for me, the single pin sight really works. These sights are super tough. I drag... My sight, I'm clumsy, and I bang this thing around constantly. 
I, I I've never had to readjust it in the middle of like once I get it sighted in, it stays sighted in. I'm the cusp right now. But what do you do like with a single pin? Like why is a single pin better than a three pin? Like? I will tell you this right now. Oh, because I can't count. Explain. There is that what you want to hear? Because I got my three pin and I'm I'm nervous about switching to a one pin. Tell okay, me. Okay. Well, you know you're in the field and you got a deer coming up on you. And say he's at 30 yards. You don't have to sit there and count every pin to 30 yards. You get In the moment type of thing when I'm right. panicking? Yeah. Like buck absolutely. fever? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And it clears up your picture window. Oh, why is that good? I mean. For long can... range maybe? Absolutely. Could that be good for that? Absolutely. Here is because you're going you're gonna to be more accurate. Oh. Well, I mean, if you're at a Inner city if lib. If oh, you're, if you're you. shooting 70 yards with seven pins. Obviously, it's your last pin, but you got to sit there and think about it. But, but if you're shooting just, 50. Yeah, yeah, what if he's 69 yards? But you can dial it at 69s, and you only got to worry about that one pin. That's uh, all you got to worry about. Uh, makes sense. You don't have to worry makes about sense. That's a, just another factor you got to worry about in shooting. Eric, you got to take that watch off, dude. Every time you get a text, I can read everything. Everyone hunts with the rangefinder <laughs> anyway, so there's no reason yeah. not to give single pin a try. Um, if you're in hunting the timber... I leave mine personally on 20. You can put on 25. It depends uh-huh. on how your yep. bow shoots. You know you know how flat your your bow shoots. You should anyway. And that will determine where you leave it on your dial. Yeah, so well, if like, you know a, a, a deer is coming this way or this way, you should know, you know, hey, if it's within a couple of yards, I know that I can hold it here or I might need to move it a little bit in case it's set and I will get busted and that buck's on a move. Well, and that's another good thing too. Like set your pin at 20. And keep going, go to 20 to 30 to 40 and see how far that arrow actually drops. Then you can say, okay, yep. I'm comfortable at setting it, leaving it at 20 or 30. You know, you got that in between range. Mm-hmm. Know your bow, know your equipment is what it boils down to. Check out HHA, good stuff, lifetime warranty. It's hard to, hard to argue with it. All right. Moving on to the episode, you got, well, a, you got a vet shout out? You've oh, got the vet oh, shout we out. Have I want you out. to do the vet shout out. A uh, vet shout out this week is to one of my best friends on this planet. Best man? Um, he was the best man at my wedding. Uh, I've been best friends with this kid since sixth or seventh grade. Um, the most tattooed human being I know on this planet. He's <laughs> yeah. a uh, veteran. Great dude. Yeah, he Great did. Great dude. He did a tour in Afghanistan, and his fiance did a tour in Afghanistan. Afghanistan and Iraq, I believe. Um, it's a big shout out to him. He he doesn't talk about being a veteran. He doesn't boast about it. He just is, he just lives his life. So yeah. I don't you know if he'd be real happy with me shouting him out about. Not that he's not proud of it, but he just it's not something that's discussed in his home, which is completely fine. I respect that. But uh, I just had to give him my buddy uh, Dakota Cosmaker a big shout out for that. And he, he's just a good dude all around. Always been there for me. Doesn't hunt, but he's so into it. Like, like loves the idea of it. Loves mm-hmm. eating deer meat. Um, supports and respects everything we do. Oh, dude, um, he rocks our shirt all the time, and like and he'll hats. rock our hats, dude. He just he's like, this is my homies' deal, and I support him no he's matter a, what. He's I a barber in Columbus, Ohio, at Turner's Barber Shop. So if you're in that area, stop in and get a cut from Dakota. He's the guy that has so many tattoos, he looks scary, but he's actually a really nice guy. He's over the top <laughs> nice, nice for how tattooed he is. It'll yes, throw you off. Yes. Oh, dude, it's so fun going out to dinner with him because he's just like, you know, when <laughs> it's like. You see people double take. It was like, how are you doing today? And they're like, oh, wait, you're at. Oh, you can't. Oh, we, <laughs> uh, we were at an establishment that, uh, uh, you know, maybe the chicks wore orange shirts. I'm not going to say, or shorts. I'm not going to say where it was. But, uh, you know, we were getting their world famous wings. If you pick it, it up. a bachelor and, party. It was your bachelor party, and dude, he asked for blue cheese, but it like he felt guilty for having to ask for blue cheese, and it was just like 
Dude, you're the nicest guy I've ever met, man. <laughs> That's crazy. B- big shout out to him. and uh, I love that guy. I'll tell him to listen to this. He's not a hunter, so I'll have to force him to listen to a bow hunting podcast. Yeah, he's only got to get like 20 minutes in or wherever we're at. But Moving on to the show. There's a lot to cover. Um, normally, we have a guest on, and we're, we cut into the interview because we want to get to them, obviously. And, and But we haven't done this in a while. I mean, we haven't been just us three for a long time, it's, it's, I don't feel like. It's been a little bit of time. I guess I've been gone for a while. but Eric's been on second shift, and yep. I've been traveling for work. So things have been hectic. It, it's tough to keep it a podcast once a week, and especially when you have our work schedules and getting all three of us together every week is tough. Yeah. It is tough. Um, if it was one host, it'd be easy because I could do this wherever, or Steve could do it wherever, whenever or you want. Yeah, and Absolutely. so, but we make this work. You know, we're committed to this, and we appreciate everyone that listens. Um, and speaking of which, if you go to, I'll move on here. But go to iTunes, give us a rating, send us a screenshot of your rating. We'll send you out some some everything stickers. As I'm changing the name from Hard Hat <laughs> to Everything Stickers. Or if you want to buy some, WarrenClassBullhunter.com. Yeah, if you, feel, if, if you feel like you need to buy some, by nope. all means. That'll help support our show. Absolutely. We're not making a lot of money, but we're making enough money to keep it going and to bring more merch and kind of just maintain uh, what we're doing, which is completely fine by us. We're having a blast. Uh, So thanks, everyone, for your support and tuning in. Um, So moving on. Catching up to what we're doing right now, we're we're prepping for season. We're getting ready. You know, screw work. We're not talking about that. It's it's tough to fit that in your schedule. So right oh, now, cameras are trail cameras are a big thing right now. And this is the time to have them out and running yeah. for sure. It is. So it's um, we talk about cameras a lot. We did some budget uh, trail cam episodes. Sure. And all of us probably run. We run a, a quite a variety of trail cameras. I would say you know, not the high end, but mid high end to very cheap. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, we run. Oh, we run some high end, a lot I've, of mid range, and a lot of cheap ones. So I've turned yeah. to an exclusive brand, which we can get into. Okay, and let's talk just, about it. Let's break it down because okay. we can talk about trail cameras. It's a big thing, and everyone's got an opinion on one and, and what they like. And um, for you listeners out there, if there's something that you highly recommend, brand and model and price, let us know, and we'll and we'll pass it on to other listeners because that's it's a community here. It's all about. Bonner, so we yeah. might as well share. So the very low end, let's talk our low end cameras. We'll start there is I talked about it before with the Lindsay way on the podcast recently yeah. with, with Jeff. Um, I bought a couple, our good friend Trevor Schmidt bought one too, of the task cam. Yes. It, I have not tried this. I want to say as like a, as a no, I haven't tried this. I'm very intrigued to try it though. Yeah. I bought two task cam, $25 trail cameras. That's basic trail cam, no batteries, no SD card. And it's a but six. For- but for twenty five dollars, you can't be intrigued about it. Yep. I mean, you got it's Walmart. You got Trevor showed me the pictures, dude. It's good, man. Twenty five bucks, six megapixel. Don't know what the trigger speed is. I don't really worry about trigger speed too much. It kind of sucks, but when you get one that's like blurry or whatever, but I angle them down the trail instead of yeah. ninety. Um, so, but it's twenty five dollars. Like, yeah, you're not okay, losing you gotta much, try dude. It. You could literally throw two going each way, if, and you'd still it la- be like, if it lasts you one season. Who gives a shit? As long yeah. as you get pictures of it. <laughs> it worked out good. It yeah. says six months battery life. I'm going to do a check-in review on that. But the body feels good. Like, the body feels high quality it for the price. It doesn't feel cheap. It does. Yeah, it doesn't feel cheap and Absolutely. clunky. It's It honestly feels like a Moultrie body. What it's, if we look up? I, I remember I looked up who they're. They're built by Bushnell. Are they? 
If if that's not if I'm not uh, is that real? Is that a true yeah, fact? Like the company that owns them is owned by Bushnell, which maybe they don't build them, but the the big dogs are still releasing this to be like, okay, that's fine. For a $25 camera, dude, it feels solid. I mean, I don't get how they afford to do that. But the thing, it's it's the internals that are making that $25 camera sure, a little different. Sure. Right? Well, sure. you know, Absolutely. it can feel however it feels from the outside, but really what's it's what's inside that counts, just like Steve, you know? So it's... Dude, the inside's a pile <laughs> hey, of dog shit, touche. too. <laughs> just like the outside. Touche. Touche. Just roach piss on the outside, moose piss on the inside. Big, it's a big pile of shit. So it's fine. Um, <laughs> we'll see how those work. It's it's one of those cameras, you know. It's how you want to look at it. And there's probably guys out there like, why waste your money? And there's guys that are going, I'm going to give that a try. Yeah, why um, not? The guys who are saying, uh, I'll give it a try are our kind of people. Because, you, well, dude, you're really going to go be able to walk into Walmart and you're going to be able to, you know, you're going to spend 50 bucks and you're going to have two trail cameras and a case of bush latte and you're going to have a good night. That's all for fifty bucks. So that the, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, seventy five bucks. That trail sorry. cam is at the lowest of the low right now in our arsenal of cameras. That that's the the cheapest is what yeah. I mean, and probably yeah. the cheapest quality too as well. Because why would it be so cheap? Moving up from there. So I have a Wild Game Innovations. I bought one of those guaranteed 30, pieces of shit too. Thirty thirty dollars from Menards. Okay, it's what a, what model? Do you know what model off the top of your head? I have no idea. I just seen thirty dollars, so I'm like, okay, I gotta try one. Let me do some research. I mean, why not? I couldn't even tell you what one I bought. Um, I know I got this camera and it conked out of me. I I left it out thinking I was like, well, you know, I can. Uh, everything's covered up. I just left it out there. I went to go pull it and it was completely dead. I go, okay, well, maybe the batteries went out. Well, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie though. The battery life on these things are freaking amazing. Oh, they were decent, dude. Amazing. I, I left that because uh, I've had it for two years, and I left that. Uh, that uh, what's that gimmick where they like they let let the shit? They like they'll take a picture once a minute through dusk and dawn. Oh, uh, like the scan or whatever. Yeah, that, and right? that'll crush your batteries. But I get it because you're essentially taking you know a couple hundred pictures a day. But I went to go get this thing, and the batteries are dead. I replaced all the batteries. Still nothing. Well, okay, the problem I have is last year I put it out, and it was awesome. Good good night, or good daytime, good nighttime. Perfect. Took it down. How old is this camera? How old is this I bought it last, last fall. Okay, this being said, we are no longer buying Wild Game products after the Bill Busbis incident, but with this no. is what we have previously in our arsenal, yes. so we're still using them. Yes. And every time I hang it, I, I say, fuck Bill Busbis, just so for the record. So hey, I, put it I, out. I wonder if my camera saw something. It's like the Hillary Clintons of cameras. Like, it's all something. It <laughs> knows some see. deep information about Tower 7. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you can tell a flat the earth is by how that tower fell, and yeah, that camera conked out. What did that camera know so, about Hillary Clinton? So you had you bought this camera. You bought this guy like that. Yeah. You bought this camera last season. Last fall. Headed last fall. out through January. Took it down. Had good pictures night and day. Mm-hmm. I mean, they weren't like the best quality, but you can tell what that deer was and for, what deer that was. For what grade of camera? For $30. You yeah, you could definitely tell what it was. So I put new, cam- or new batteries in it this spring. Put it out. And everything looked fine on the screen and everything. And I got to it last week, two weeks ago, whatever. Zero pictures on it. Oof. Absolutely nothing. Not even a weed or something flying by. I had the same shit happen, dude. I had the same pictures. thing happen. 
And this is on a main trail, the main trail running through the property. Like, you know, deer are using it. You can see the tracks from the rain, you know, and them traveling this path and absolutely nothing. Did you swap out different SD cards? Because, dude, I put a goofy SD card in that I had laying around. And I got absolutely zero picks. Yeah, no, you I, usually, year. I always format them and then put them back in the same camera that they came from. So you so, did it right. You yeah. did it right. So did you pull it, the camera down? or No, because I didn't have... I mean, I I always I have two cards per camera, so I always pull it, exchange it out. So I didn't know this information until you got I got back. back home, put the put the uh sd card in and there was nothing on it so oh piss what would you, you call that what'd you call the camera a guaranteed piece of shit what i call that so a scale <laughs> one to ten on the price you paid or on the on the 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 category of camera as far as quality range what would you give it one to ten one damn really absolutely one damn not just because of like if, if say say bill buzzvis didn't blow that calf away allegedly what would you give it I would give it a one. I mean, even for thirty dollars, I think it should last. Because if you think about it, I had it out from. God, dude, so you I are bought cheap, that. Dude. I bought that on. <laughs> I bought that. I picked up that property after opening day. It was like October. Let's say. 20th. Oh yeah, I know, I know what your property. Okay, yeah. So October twentieth to January, and that's all it lasted. So for thirty dollars, I don't think it's worth a shit. I hear Honestly. you. I hear you. Piece but for five dollars less, these task cams—if they only work one season—would do you think that's a piece of shit? No. If it lasts a whole seal, a whole season, I would buy it. I hear you. It's close in comparison, though. What if it lasted just long enough for you to kill a big buck? Would you, what would you say? I don't know. Add a boy. I mean, that's it. Changes the game a little. Oh, bit. Okay, sure let me does. get to my my cameras on that quality. I have three wild games. Wait. I have three wild games. One's a guaranteed piece of shit, and I know that. <laughs> and it's not going to take nighttime photos. I know it's not. It's, it's just... like an Oldsmobile, yeah. Guaranteed piece of shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so That's I crossing the line. I hang there. this camera. I'm almost begging for it to be stolen. Like, I know I checked this one the least. It takes daytime photos, but doesn't take nighttime photos. I don't know what's wrong with it. Whatever. It takes photos sometimes. I'll put it out. It's it still- doesn't self-identify as a camera that takes nighttime photos. You are insensitive, so Kurt. I give this one like a two rating. I also have two other cameras of Wild Game. They're older models. One I bought when I was when I worked at Gander Mountain. I've had this thing for like five years, and it last year it shit out on me. And I'm like, okay, so this year I put new batteries in it, tested it, and I left it sit up in my house and tested it, and it was taking pictures. So I put that out. I haven't checked it yet since I put it out. Um, I probably won't until I get back from this next trip from work. I'm not expecting it to last. I'm expecting it to be out. This one I got to give for the price of the camera. I bought it with the big battery pack, but I never used the battery pack. Sure. Only because I got the discount when I worked at Gander Mountain. Yeah. I give that one probably... For for how long I've had it in the price range, I'd probably give it a seven. No, I would give it an eight. I give it a solid eight out of ten. Okay. For for what I paid for it and how long it's lasted, I was sad to see it go. One thing I have noticed because I have this camera, this one's camo. It's a, it's a real tree camo on the wild game, and then I have another one that I picked up. Dick Sporting Goods always seems to have the best deals on trail oh, cams. Oh, I, I promise they do. So I found one. It was the last body model, the the body of the camera. It was like the yep. last one they had in stock at, at Dick Sporting Goods in Moline, and they had it for sale for thirty bucks. So I'm like, that's the same one as my camo one. It's worked great. 
I'm going to buy it. That one seems to be trucking along a lot. But what I've noticed with those cameras is they make a really loud shutter noise. Like when it goes when it takes a picture click, right. click, yep. and I'm like, that's bad. I, I got a camera that I bought brand new in package. that's doing that. But I, I think that's just how that camera is. I know. Though. And I think that might be to an advantage to a advantage. Bit. How so? How do you, how do you, I don't get what the I don't hell you're talking about. Here's, here's where I want to, cause I'm about to bring it up to the next type of camera and I'm going to prove why I think, it's fucking bullshit that camera makes noise. This is my theory. Maybe it was because I, ju- I had to justify it because I j- just spent money on it. Um, but I'll, like I'll, I'll hop over. It's uh, it's one of the it's the Moultrie A thirty five. Yep. And I noticed that like it makes yeah we a, had the same camera yeah so it makes a really loud you know like that you noise. Know yours makes noise? noise yeah mine doesn't make any noise I bought that brand new impact and it seemed to work and I was like okay I, I haven't went back to check it but what I think I'm like okay. If that makes a little bit of noise, you might be able to get something's attention to where you know maybe they'll stare at it for a minute. Another picture, if, if yeah, you but set thing it up is, right. you don't you don't want it to look at the camera. You want the deer to, or whatever to have no idea that the camera's even there. It's a point of habitat. Yeah, that's yeah. the point. Of, it's like, oh, what's this? You don't it's, want it to be like grazing. All of a sudden, it takes a picture, and all of a sudden, it's looking at you. Like, but look, you don't want that. But you look, here's attention. what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get the deer to look into the camera, and I want that awesome instagram photo i'm no, not I'm not, I'm not caring about you're, no. you're not thinking logically so <laughs> I'm kidding dude i was a revenue the whole time dude. i know you were i know you were so <laughs> that brings so the next level up i would consider my my cutty back i have an attack ir well, i don't remember what model it takes it takes photos like it should i think i paid 85 dollars for this camera 90 bucks on sale it's shaped like a tree. It's the one that's got like the tree. Oh, shape. I know which one you're talking okay, about. Okay, here's yeah. my, here's my review on this. This camera. Well, I'm gonna give a review yeah, after you because I have the same camera. Because you have a really strong review on this. I have a strong review. So okay. You, I'll give my review, which is a better, way better review than yours. Okay. Um, as far as like, I was more pleased when I bought this Cuddyback. I saw it on sale, and Cuddyback has always been, in my eyes, a staple in camera technology. Like back in the day, me and oh, my dad had top Cuddy, of the line. It's like Cuddyback. Gotta have a Cuddyback. Yep. You know, gotta yep. have a Cuddyback. Absolutely. Fast. The, the commercials, the marketing is there. Fast trigger speed. Yeah, all these celebrities endorsing that. Me and my dad are like, well, shit, we gotta have one. I bought this one, and I like it. It takes pictures fine for me. Um, I'm I'm pleased with the quality. Like, I can for the most part count on it. You know, I'm like, oh yeah, it's a cutty bag, like mm-hmm. it's, it's working. But I hate the way it's the body is. I hate the way it hangs. It's got these two round threaded pieces that you thread open to open the battery, and you thread open to open the the lid on the camera yeah. to change the settings. And it's on the back of the camera, and those two threads fall into the mount in a groove. And then you then strap you strap the mount to the tree, and then yep. you slide the cutty back on yep. it. It's a pain in the ass, but what is nice about it is that you can open up the top of the camera and pop out the SD card without opening or shutting off the camera. But to change your settings and to hang it, it's a, it's a pain in the dick to have to do right. it. And it's just not. I get what they're trying to do with it, but me personally, I'm not impressed with how it's done. I feel like it could be done a little better, and Cutty Back could be up there competing with some of the best of the cameras in my eyes. Yeah, Absolutely. but, you know, what What I think a lot of camera companies are, are not only doing, yeah, you have to make a camera that's top-notch, getting the best pictures from, like, 
you can't get a picture. It's like it's really hard to get pictures of wild animals if a human isn't there. So they got to fight that battle. But they've also got to fight the convenience factor of it's yeah, like ergonomics. I, yeah, I need it to is, get in is. there, and that's why cell cams and um, things like that are starting to starting to play a really huge role. But you know, they've need they need to they have to cater to the people who are like, I want it really specific. I want this shutter speed, and I want this, and I want this. Otherwise, I'm not buying this. But then they also need to make it easy for the guy who's like, "Hey, I got to run out here. I got to set this camera up. I got to set it and go." Yeah, this the, the cutting back. If you set it up and you're like, "I just want to run in, pull my card quick, check it, put it back in, and run," it's, it's awesome. A, it's a good camera. It's awesome. Yeah. Because okay, I'm gonna come back to this. So like, I I honestly like the idea of the mount to the tree, and you can take the camera off and do whatever you want. You know, you can change the batteries. It's not attached to the tree where you gotta remount it and reposition it if you were yep. taking another camera down. I like that aspect. That's a good point. Yep. For I think I bought it on sale for ninety dollars. I think I bought two of them. About the same. Oh, you bought two at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Yep. Well, I bought one and Doug Schmidt bought one. So shout out to him. But no, both of no, them. No shout out to him. No. Both of them were garbage, in my opinion. I mean, the nighttime pictures were just eyeballs. I mean, you got the flash, but they were just eyeballs. No flash is an infrared flash. Yes, nothing. I mean, you couldn't tell if that deer was a doe, a buck, or anything. Really? A doe, yeah. a deer, a beautiful—you couldn't even tell. So nothing. you, ha- wow, that's and then like the the daytime. If you got one picture of a buck, you were lucky. You know, some of the you can set them for different. You know, 30 seconds, five seconds. The delay between photos. We'd set him for five seconds or whatever. We'd get one picture, and that was it. And you know he stood there longer than five seconds. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so on a scale of would rate to a friend to guaranteed piece of shit, what do you rate in this camera? I would give that a four. A four. A four. Better Eric's hard on cameras. I, uh... (laughs) Because... But I I called you. I'm like, hey, man... Because we had the same camera. The exact same camera. Yep, exact same one. And I'm like, hey, man, how do you like your camera? Oh, it's a guaranteed piece of shit. I threw it in the garbage. Seriously. (laughs) I'm like, you threw it away? Dude, you called me. You're like, you're like, Eric just threw this camera away. He's like, I'll take that. I'll I'll get some pictures of something. I'm like, why'd you you throw it away? Are those headphones rolled up? I need a new set of head... My headphones are, like, cutting out. Did they crack out here? Uh, yeah, these should be good. Anyway, I, uh... While Kurt takes his headphone break, let us... I like my camera, man. I I do like my cutty back. I, uh... But honestly, I'm gonna go in between that one with a Moultrie that was in between the Wild Game for 30 and the, um, cutty back for 90. I bought a... The very first version of the Moultrie M888 or whatever... It was the old, it looks like a freaking brick. Yeah. And I bought it at Walmart online for $69. It was regularly 100 and something or whatever. Nice. On sale, last model. And that is my most trustworthy camera. Like, it stays out all year long. When did you get that? It's been, it's been on the same set of batteries since last January. So, how, but how so not str- like this like, January, the last one we just had, but the one before that. Same yeah. set of batteries. Like, it goes forever. What about that strap? I, like, how's that held up? Same strap, same camera, same tree. It's been there. You know, that is my I, most I, trustworthy I, camera I've ever had. I've got a. I'm going to second you on that, man. My Moultrie cameras are my favorite. Um, and I would say the most. Uh, the ones I, I I probably rely on the most, the most reliable cameras for the yeah. price, especially. I have absolutely. 
See, Steve, you said you're in, you're what is it the D thirty five or what is it? Yeah, what? No, all right. So let, so I'll I'll tell you what I got, and I'll give you my little just spiel. Like the camera, I, I just explained this. You talked about the strap. Like it hasn't left that tree since I put it there. That's it, sta- it stays there all year See, long. What I, really? What I went Seriously. and got, I went and you know the little three acres that I can hunt. I mean, it's it's timber and it butts up to a little more, but it's. It's really nice for what it is. So I was like, all right, I'm going to throw two cameras out here and just kind of, I was like, I want to set them up here, see what they do, and then maybe I'll move them around here, maybe, maybe, I don't know. I went and bought two mole trees because they were, there was a super sale on the A20 and then I bought the A35. The A20, I think I paid like 50 bucks for and the A35 was... I think $79, but it came with batteries and an SD card. I was like slam dunk. Which and, that's, a, that's a major selling point for a camera yeah, company. That? Like if you if you say like you pick two cameras, same price, but one comes with batteries and SD card, obviously you're going to buy that oh, one. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, I mean every, every camera is going to take eight batteries or whatever. So, for sure. So I, I grabbed those, and I was like, all right, you know, it – I'm going to go set these out and set them up quick because I had limited time to get into this property, set them and get out. And uh, I'll tell you what, man, I set up the first one was at a 20. I was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to set this on a, on a field edge. Is it the a 20 or a 20 I? It was a, a one. I don't think it was a 20 I. Do you know what the difference between those is? I I can't recall. I have an a 20 I and an a Eight or the A thirty five. That's why I can't. What keep, I know about I can't keep all the numbers straight. Yeah. What I know about both of these is both of them are compatible to the Moultrie cellular thing. So I mean, you know, they, they most all almost all Moultrie cameras are nowadays. after they've been like if they've been built twenty, at least like twenty fifteen and after. Like, if, but again, like the one I was talking about, if I could hook that up to a mobile. I would do it. I would buy the mobile unit. Well, check right it. I mean, now. if it was like 2015, you can check it. No, this one I bought my first year of bow hunting, so oh, this would be okay. 2011. Yeah. Well, so I bought this, and they give you an incredible amount of strap, and to mount this thing, it's killer. Yeah. I I set it up, and I went, and you don't have those stupid bungee cords. You don't have none of that gimmick. Um. I put that thing. Well, Tree has always been about the straps, so they didn't. They didn't I don't think they ever had like the bungee cord thing. I think their yeah. straps great, man. I absolutely love it. I, dude, I, I see said that. This camera. See that M eleven hundred. See mine's. Oh, hey, look at the sunglasses. Oh, that's HD exactly glasses. what mine's look like. That Damn, one I was talking about. Two hundred twenty nine dollar yeah. camera right there, though. Good right. God. Um, the one that uh, the Moultrie A thirty five. Is that the one we have? They have it listed on here for one hundred nineteen. Dude, there's no way I did not pay one hundred thirteen dollars. No, I, I thought that, ours. Dude. I don't think ours. The A thirty, the A thirty. I, don't I even, got mine. Mine had the. It didn't have like the the great camo, but it had like. Um, dude, there's no way I well, got that. Let me let's wrap up our trail camera talk because we're long way long winded right, yeah. on this. This is a whole trail camera episode at this point. Which I is, bought. I have two A. Is it the A thirty fives? The ones you get from Dick Sporting Goods, where it comes with the batteries and the trail camera. That's A thirty five, and the A twenties are right next to it. There's I, one more that's more expensive, and I can't think of what so that is. I have two of the A thirty fives, and I have one A twenty I, and I have a. I bought two. Of, me and my dad bought uh, two of the Moultrie Mobile units. So you plug into your camera, and it makes the Moultrie camera a cell camera, and uh, which is awesome. It's 
pretty cool. So I have one into an A20i and one into an A35 or D35, whatever the hell it is. Um, Which we seen these for the first time last year at ATA. Yeah. Remember so, that? Yep. It's a unit. If you're if you're unfamiliar, it's so instead of a cell phone camera being the cell, the trail camera and the cell unit built into one complete body, like you just it's like you're just hanging one trail camera and that's it. What you get with the Moultrie Mobile unit is you have your normal Moultrie camera how it is anyway, and then there's basically a USB cord that plugs from your camera into the mobile unit, which the mobile unit looks like its own trail camera, yeah. but there's no like obviously no LEDs, no screen or anything on it, it's just a camouflage everything with an antenna. So the USB plugs into the bottom of your camera to the Moultrie mobile unit that goes, hangs a foot higher or whatever, half a foot higher than the actual camera. And you activate your modem, you choose your plan and whatever plan, however, it's basically based off how many pictures you're going to think. The ones I have are based off horizon. And I don't know if all of them are that way, or if you can pick and choose what, what plan you want. So I have two ones on our property. That's close to two hours away. One's on our property. That's a half hour away. And I've had them up for at this the recording of this podcast. I've had them up since I've had them up for one for three days. So far, what happens is you download the Moultrie Mobile app on your phone, and it sends pictures to your app, so you're not getting text messages. Being yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. So you check sure. it at your leisure. But uh, you can set it up to where it sends you direct ones, right? I I haven't messed with notifications yet. I, okay. I think you can set it up how it, it notifies you when it comes in. Gotcha. One thing I've noticed is me and my dad are trying to share the app. This is the one negative review I have. Watch, I'll hit the mobile button now. Okay, I'm still logged in. I can't share that account with my dad. Is what I'm what I'm thinking. So when uh, he logs in, it logs me out. When I log in, it logs him out. So it's a pain in the ass. I got to type my email and my password. Every time, which whatever, big deal, big whoop. change the password. But, uh, then your dad no, won't be able to get no, in. No, no, I think I think though it should be more accessible than that because I mean you got a lot more outfitters, more people involved. You know, yeah. there should be more people right. that be able to access it. But but it's probably per then, device. So at the, then, checking this camera at this point in time, I have no new pictures from today. I did have a couple of does and had some turkeys yesterday. But okay, you can but go you, in and change like everything. Yep. So I can go in. I have camera one and camera two, or my two mobile units. And I can see, like, for instance, right now, camera one has data usage of 9%, and camera two has data usage of 15%. So I go, I can click camera two, it tells me what my plan is, the modem ID, the software, modem battery. I have 95% battery left still on my modem. So that's one thing I'm inter- interested to see is how long well, this see, battery that's was That was my one question I asked you when you got this. When you got it set up, I said, yeah. does it give you battery life of the modem and the camera? And the camera, yes. So it does. So and I my thing that. is, it's not – here's my theory. I think the battery life is going to be better than a regular cell unit because it's not both in one. Uh-huh. Right. It's, it's the modem on its own set of eight double A's, and it's the camera on its own set of eight double A's. But it's working harder because it's working as a modem and feeding no, off the camera. No, because you know if it think? was the if it was a modem and a camera built in one, it'd be running off one set of batteries on one are, eight right, set of batteries. Right, right. I so, think this is way better. Right now, my modem's on ninety five percent, and my camera is still on one hundred percent, and my SD card is zero percent full. There is, yeah, okay, yeah, and that's what I want to ask you. Like, can you delete photos off your SD card via the mobile? No. Okay. No. But you can delete them off your mobile app. Okay. So signal strength on this camera, 81%. It tells you. Data usage, it gives you all that information. And then you can hit edit settings on each camera. You can change from multi-shot. You can change the camera name. You can you can change the delay between photos. 
you can change your photo resolution, camera mode, whether you want to do photo or video, and upload frequency. You can choose if you want it once a day, twice a day, or immediately upon capture. Yeah, you know what I'm kind of curious about, though? Like, you're already at 15%, and you said, like, it's been out for three days. That's quite a bit. Not really, though. It's because of my plan, though, because I choose to do the smallest plan. So it, the smallest plan is 750 pictures a month. Okay. I figured because in Illinois you can't have photos over mineral, it's it's deer passing by. You know what I mean? It's not – if I lived in Iowa and I could have mineral out right now, I'd have the biggest plan ever. Yeah, but, but I'm saying for like three days and you don't have mineral and it's already at 15%. I've also used the camera when I was first setting it up and tested and took 30 okay. pictures in my house to make sure the camera worked and and I made sure I knew how I used it correctly. Okay, well, yeah, now that I know that. But you know what I'm, I'm See, saying? But but you can change your plan at any time, can't you? Yep, I can go online okay. and change it. Yeah. I can upgrade it to where I take it's 30 bucks a month or whatever. Um, it's it, it, Apply it to your application, how you want to use it. So now, far, I'm pleased with it, but it's... Um, but I will I got, admit, if you're not tech savvy, because you had to sometime up to upload the firmware, yeah, this might not. I mean, cell cams might not be the option for you at all. If I you am, can't figure shit out, it's mm, sorry. I, I am a bit curious about one more thing because I, I know we've kind of talked about it a little bit over you know text or whatever. Can you? Is it thirty bucks a month per unit? Yes, yeah, so it's per modem. So that's why if it's a new technology, I can understand why it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, but it's pricey. also cell phone service. You're running through Verizon. I know, it's, and it will never be that. free. Yeah, I know. I get that. I, I I don't expect to be free, but thirty bucks a month per unit. But I'm running on ten bucks a month. It costs me twenty bucks a month. I'll, for and you don't run it year round. I'm running it I know, from I, I know mid August, and it prorates you, so it's not charging me the full ten because of the month. But you know, it'll charge me 20 bucks a month for September, October, November, December, January, and then I, I'll shut it off. I guess if you're a serious enough deer hunter, dude, if you had like six of those out, it wouldn't matter. Yeah, I know a guy that's got four Spartan cameras out, and he pays, I don't know what he pays a month, but anyway, <laughs> that's review. I'll, we'll fill back in on that. All right. Let's move along. Uh, we're going to talk about some other stuff. Uh, Eric had a great story. Let's talk the... about your buck encounter, Eric. Oh, it was amazing. Dude. So what was it, uh, two weeks ago? In podcast land, who knows how long ago yeah. it was. Yep, who knows. But anyway, so I, I've had my trail cameras out since Memorial Day. Memorial Day. And uh, I my thing this year was I was just going to leave them alone for three to four weeks and let them go. So I was like, okay, it's time to check these cameras. Well, this property I have is, we call it the hill, and it's a long stretch of timber on a field from north to south, so I have one camera set up on the north end, one set up on the south end, and it's really accessible from the north end. So I went, up, went in from the north, checked that camera, and that was the wild game camera I just told you about that had zero pictures on it. So <clears throat> there's absolutely nothing on it. I'm like, okay, whatever. Go check the other one. And this whole property is rolling hills, so as I'm coming over top of the first hill... I see something moving and, and it's standing beans. They're probably about three feet top, three feet tall or whatever. And I see something moving on the next hill over, and it kind of looks like a piece of maybe a corn that grew up or, you know, whatever. Hell of a piece of corn. I thought maybe <laughs> some something moving in the beans. Right. And I'm guaranteed I, piece of corn. Yeah. As I'm walking, <laughs> as I'm walking through the beans, I'm just kind of stargazing, you know, looking around. 
Right. Enjoying the view. And this is at 9.40 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, so over the top of the next hill, all of a sudden I see two G2s just bobbing. What was the weather like, though? Sunny, nice. It was cool. It was a cool morning. It was, I don't know the exact temperature, but... Well, you can look it up. That that app we figured out a couple weeks ago. Yep, underground weather. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyways, okay. I finally figure out it's two G2s. Just, he's got his head down, and I can just see, see two G2s bobbing. So I'm like, oh, shit. Like, this is a fucking buck coming at me. <laughs> so I, I, like, immediately... I immediately fall to my ass. And I'm like, okay... I got to get a video of this for the podcast or a picture or at least something. Right. I'm glad this is the first thought that went through your mind. Oh, it was. So I'm like, okay, well, and then my cam or my phone was in my backpack. I had to flip that around, try and find it as I'm watching him and he's still bobbing. And I finally get a video, which I sent you guys. And, uh, I kind of stood up on my knees a little bit to get a better picture. And as, as soon as I did that, I, you know, when you have your sunglasses on, you can't really see your camera screen. Yeah, yeah. Or your phone screen. So I flipped those on top of my head, and I think he caught the glare of my sunglasses flipping up. Mm. And that's when he's just staring at me, just dead stare. And that's the picture I got that we shared on Facebook and Instagram. And I'm just sitting there, like, as still as I can. Damn. That's and, that was, a- and then, so I'm like, okay, I got to stay still. I got to do it. So the left of me, I'm like third row in from the timber on my left, and then to the right of me is probably, I would say, 150 yards to the next timber, so it's all beans. Mm-hmm. So I sit there and watch him, and he's staring at me for a good probably five minutes trying to figure out what I am, and the wind's in my face, so he can't smell me. But why did you go? To, why did you decide to go three bean rows in? Well, because this the way this timber is, it was a... Uh, it was in a program at one time, but it overgrew. So the, oh, okay. So the trees overgrowing, the beans are only about, I would say, five feet tall. So gotcha. If you, if you walk down the edge, you're bending over the whole time. So it's easier to go three or four rows in okay. so you can walk straight with it instead of crouching over Is the that probably why he's walking around? Would you assume? Like, is it I would that assume, way all the but, way around? But the way the hill – okay, so the hill he's on, the, the hill he's coming up, the hill behind him going down – is a huge draw, okay. and that's where they always they come from the timber out this draw and then come to the bean field through this draw. So he's mm-hmm. he's coming from that and coming towards me, but the wind's in my face and he can't smell me. But he could tell that something wasn't right, something's going on. Mm-hmm. And I just sat there, looked at him, and he just moseyed off into the timber to my left. Which and I sat there for another probably fifteen minutes, kind of let him do his thing, oh, yeah. get far enough away. So he didn't run off. He just continued nope, to mill on. he just on. moseyed off into the timber. And then I go up. So I'm like, okay, I'm probably good to go check this other camera. So I go down the hill, come up the other side, and there's a little four points in there staring at me. As soon as I pop over top of the hill, and he blows at me and runs off. But he was the only deer I heard run. So I think the other, the big one was far enough away where it didn't bother him. hope so. You don't have any trail cam pictures of this deer none, at all. None. But like, but this was on the this was on the north end where that wild game took a shit, you know more the north end than the south. Damn end. it, Bill Busbis. Well, it's, hey, all, hey, his, hey, it's hey, all his hey. fault. It's got to be. That's got to hey, be it. He probably shot that doe or that buck when it was a fawn. So you know, 
He would have shot the yeah, smaller allegedly. fork puck when it blew out of <laughs> him. <Allegedly>. Right? <laughs> it sucks. Dude, I, it sucks. But uh, then again, this is I just picked this property up last year. After, it was like October 21st. You know, just picked it up. So I'm kind of still learning the property and trying to figure out what's going on with the property. So right. How I, you know, and I, did I, I was hanging cameras and like, you know, or I was hanging one of them. I was like, all right, you know. Was right off the field edge, and like you can see down, and like this uh, this timber kind of shoots down, and like there's like two pri- like it splits right in the middle, but there's a like a washout that runs there. It's not even a creek; it's just where water's washed out for long enough. And you know, I'm hanging a camera, and I'm making a decent amount of noise. I mean, it's not like um the most quiet but you're hanging a camera so it's like what else can you do so what else can you do but be loud everywhere you move it's just it's it's, dude it's one of those things quiet guy but i (laughs) it's one of those things man you know like you know you try you're like all right you know i'll put something here maybe i might get something that night and all of a sudden i hear i look over and there's a fawn just like creeping up probably about 22 yards right in front of me and i'm like you gotta be kidding me dude like, you, I want them to know I'm here, but I respect their distance. Yeah. So, uh, so, dude, I'm <laughs> like, exactly what's yeah. going on. I pull up my phone, and like, I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to start filming this. And, you know, the phone's like, walks a couple steps. I'm just watching it, and all of a sudden, then the tail goes up, scurries a little bit, maybe like 10 feet, nothing, scurries a little bit, then 10 feet, and then just walks away. I'm like... You tell the most amateur deer stories, dude. I know, but I'm like, I'm like, dude. I saw these deer. They were in a yard, and there was like this one doe was like huge. And then I was well, like, whoa! And she had her tail and, up, and, and, and she she waved her tail at me, and she ran off. And I was like, oh man! I my, no, well, but my thing was again. the whole time, the whole time, this this fawn's like fuller, like looking around, looking around, doesn't see the fat bastard looking right at him, filming him. The cop the, the the fawn played the awesome part of being filmed on a camera, but it's just man, it's kind of amazing. You I know, hear they, it. They, it was a cool video. I just they they they, they see these things and they they're like because you can tell it's like the deer was so alert but so oblivious to like me, and I'm like. Or it was just like this dude can't do a thing to me. Well, it I could have been. That's but like, like, like in my situation, like he couldn't smell me, so he he knew obviously something. Was up? Was not right because he's been there yeah. a million freaking times. But he might have caught the reflection of my sunglasses, or who knows what the hell happened. You know what but it he, probably is. He was like, "Okay, I know something's not right with this situation." Here's what I bet it is. But it's I'm like get the hell out of here, dude. You got someone you go throw not you, Kurt, but when you throw laundry in late at night, like you go throw laundry in your basement, dude. After you throw laundry in and you hit the dryer button, and as soon as you go up the stairs. That feeling hits you, dude. You sprint up the stairs. You don't know what's up. You didn't see anything, <laughs> but you didn't smell anything. And you run up, and you would have swore to God that ghost was gonna grab your foot if you didn't hit that last step. You know what I'm talking about? The spooky feeling. Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. Are you talking like Home Alone shit right now? No, I'm talking like <laughs> shit that happens to me every night. I go throw laundry in. I, I do laundry every night, believe it or not. And dude, I will book up the stairs. I think that's like a child thing, though. Like I don't really have that happen. It's a anymore. Home Alone thing. Yeah, you dude. I don't get it. I do that. I do that. Every the night. Home Alone thing, I'm unfamiliar. What do you Where he's mean? doing laundry in the basement. Yeah, and then the, like, got the furnace, furnace is scary as shit. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude. I just have, like I, I don't know. Like I get a really spooky feeling. Like like I, deer have to have that. Like there's no well, other reason no, that they, they get have, spooky. 
They have, I don't know, they have instincts. They have a sixth sense. They yeah, I have a, I, yeah, and there's probably ghosts in my basement that I haven't crossed yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, they just know. I mean, you know, okay, if you take the same route, same route, route? to work, route, route, whatever, to work every day, but all of a sudden, you know, there's something different about that building. You're going to notice it, aren't you? Probably not. <laughs> uh, negative because, dude, there was a uh, dude. When I was driving to, <laughs> I got to tell you this story. When I was driving here today, I looked, and dude, I'm not shitting you. I've probably driven this road right in front of Girard High School. Give me a beer. Uh, I want to say. Oh, good lord. Cooler than what I, I've probably driven that road. However many episodes we've done, double that. And dude, I swear to God, I drove here and they've got like one of those power windmills out. And I go, today. I go, is that some bitch facing the other way? I'm not, I'm not kidding, dude. I thought that windmill was the opposite way. And Man. I'm like, I know it doesn't move, but. I don't know why you just told me the story. That was totally. Because it goes, we're like, yeah, dude, you you go somewhere every single I hear day. You, I hear you. I guess I just I just noticed that kind of shit. I guess just keep an eye out for it, dude. Like, I thought if something I, was different. I'll notice it right away. Like hey, I knew there was a windmill, right. but I was yeah. like, dude, I think that thing's going the opposite way, and it's it's one of them big white ones that doesn't spin. So that's just gonna one of them things that hurt hey, you on. Maybe things slip your mind. It's I don't a, know. It's a late night here in the studio. I think it's time to wrap it up, boys. You think so? Philip like covered some good ground. For, do you, uh, do you really think that, or are you just saying that? Mm, I'm just saying it. Okay. Yeah. That's no, we talked good, valuable trail cam. Yep. It's, good, it's, honest opinion. It's one of I those mean, things. We're getting ready to kick into season, and, and content changes big time then. But yeah, it's uh, right now people are thinking about trail cams. It's a big thing right now. So that, I feel like that was important to talk like about. If it's a piece of shit, we're going to tell you about it. Guaranteed. What kind of piece of shit? Guaranteed piece of shit. <laughs> that's the best thing. Hey, that's a guaranteed piece of shit right there. <laughs> tell you that for free. It's not a piece of shit. It's a guaranteed piece of shit. Guaranteed so piece of shit. You've heard it right here. <laughs> it is funny. Um, <laughs> don't buy a guaranteed piece of shit trocam no, this don't year. don't do that. And if you did, let us know what brand and model it is. Maybe you have a different experience from um, our experiences, which is good. Um, that's the beauty about hunting gear, and that's kind of the fun part about hunting gear. Yeah, um, this absolutely. was not a super technical episode, but it, it was a good time. Um, God, are we ever super technical? Not really. Mm. No. Yeah. But anyway, we have a good time. Um, the podcast luck is about to kick back on, everyone. So uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, we got a lot more coming. We got some big announcements that we can't announce yet, but there's new things coming. We're getting ready to redo the studio. Some new gear coming. There's some new gear coming. That's oh, yeah. exciting for our store. Yeah. Um, I'm probably I'm more excited about our announcement than anything else, but I can't say anything yet. I think so, it's I think it's all exciting. It's all exciting. The studio rebuild's pretty exciting. Yeah, it's legend- gonna be. be- We're gonna take before and after pictures so you guys can kind of see the progress of it all. It's going to be a guaranteed piece of shit into maybe, a lesser guaranteed a, piece of shit. Kind of a live thing <laughs> where we're doing it. We can do. We'll do some Snapchats. Yeah, we'll Snapchat. Snapchat. WCB podcast on Snapchat. Listen, it's time to get serious. You can do it. This is going to be your best bow hunting season of your life. Yep. You're going to shoot that deer of your dreams, that elk, that antelope, that mule deer, whatever you're after. Any this critter. is your season. That old nanny. Make it happen. It's all up to you, but it all starts with going to shoot your bow. Unless it's a guaranteed piece of shit, then don't shoot it. We love you.
every once in a while it's fun to go with like just full-blown redneck on these fish. This is like high-tech cane pole fishing right here. From the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters, enjoy the best fishing Panama City Beach has to offer during Chasing the Sun. Sundays at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.